Hey everyone, Mad Max here, and I want to tell you about DGen Gear. What's that? You've already heard me talk about DGen Gear? You know about it already? Then shame on you for not buying it yet. You could be draping yourself in near eliteness or covering your own Zeke physique with a shirt made just for you. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the DGen Shop icon, buy our gear, keep the lights on around here, and go full DGen. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday morning, and we just lost Sex Panther Max. What's going on? <laughs> he had a coughing fit right before the show, and now he's off air. So I couldn't I mute him either. It wouldn't let I me. I know. It was just ridiculous. He was just, he was just cough, hacking up a lung, and, and now he's kind of returned, I think. Oh, boy. No no avatar. That's always a bad sign. That's, uh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, we're, we're yeah there we go. Ah, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. I'm sitting here doing nothing. Fucking just stupid i think it was my phone this time but look we've been doing this show so long that that intro was like nostalgia it's like <laughs> going back to yesteryear <laughs> i'm just i'll sit here still grooving to the music man yeah, oh, i rarely delete things so <laughs> only uh, christmas oh, sweaters so things i delete <laughs> well you know how i spun that arch yeah, i heard the, you with yeah. The, yeah brilliant right yeah. i mean i think it's it's the way to go from moving forward is if you want the christmas sweater you have to get it the year of we're never offering the, the, the same christmas sweater ever, ever again it's that's like right. it's the hash truck that's it so. I, I got a glimpse into max's management style he just, just he just starts flying off the handle and just promising things without even consulting anybody I mean, I consulted you. I didn't say how much of a bonus they were getting. I was just saying that they're going to get a bonus. And I, if they wanted it in DGen bucks that have no cash value and probably more cash value than some cryptocurrencies that we know of, then Ooh. fine. Ooh. Maybe we can find, find some Packer stock. That's so <laughs> Maybe we can. I, well, you, you know, they approved more Packer stock. Sell DGen stock. They approved more Packer stock to go on sale. So the, the moment it does, I'm buying DGen. some. We have a we have some issues here, Panther. I'm kicking you out of the studio. Come back someday. Okay, he kicked himself out. You know what? We should probably sell an NFT for Kiss of Death. Like, when was the first Kiss oh, of yeah. Death? We'll sell the NFT. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, I, I don't know if uh, Saxy Maxi is listening. Uh, he, sometimes he listens to the show, but uh, if he is, uh, Scorigami yesterday. We <laughs> Yeah, so uh, congrats uh, to that uh, Colts-Bills game, 41-15, a scoregami. There you uh, go. Never been seen before. Let's try this one last time. Caller, you are on the air. Let's try it again. <laughs> I, was, I was just saying, like, maybe we could start selling D-Gen stock. Yeah. Works oh. for Green Bay. Yeah, Stepping, we, we, we heard you three times. Stepping all over my jokes here. All right. Yeah, but it was. I think I had a delay or something, so let's go to work let's, let's get to work max we're firing on all cylinders this morning let's go for a touchdown max is week 11 touchdown let's start with point number one the curse continues add the dallas cowboys to the latest victim of the degen rank curse it's turned into the super kod the kod of all kod's since doing this rank every single team we've put at number one has lost the following week and looking ahead to uh, this week's rank I'm not sure if anyone's worthy of number one, honestly. Maybe the Patriots. Which brings me to point number two. The first place team in the AFC East is the New England Patriots. It's not the Buffalo Bills anymore. I, I said it before Panther joined that we had a scoregami yesterday, 41 to 15. First time that score's ever happened. And it was the Colts that did it to the Bills. Man, I, if you didn't have Jonathan Taylor 
in your DFS. If you didn't have Jonathan Taylor in your regular fantasy, well, fuck you, because five touchdowns and 185 yards later, he put up uh, in, in PPR league. I think he put up 56 or 57 points or something like that. Ridiculous. I saw him outscoring some teams on himself. <laughs> uh, and listen, the Dolphins have won three in a row. They took care of the hapless Jets yesterday. So I, I think the Bills now need to worry about ending up as third in the AFC East at this point. It's not worrying about the, the, the Patriots behind them anymore. It's probably worrying about the Dolphins behind them. Point number three, had some close games. Ravens with Tyler Huntley at quarterback beat the Bears 16 to 13. Lions, they lost another close one, uh, falling behind 13 to nothing at the half. They marched back, only lost 13 to 10. In that one, uh, they may have found a quarterback that makes Jared Goff look great. <laughs> like, honestly, Tim Boyle, 77 yards, two interceptions, no touchdowns. Congrats, Mr. Boyle. And in one of the more fun games of the day, we got guys going back and forth on this in, in our uh, Twitter DMs. The Vikings kicked a game-winning field goal as time expired to win 34-31 to 31 over their division rivals. It was, it was honestly a hell of a game, really fun. Packers finally playing some offense out there, but then forgot how to play defense. You gotta, guys got to do both. This is, I told you guys to play offense, but I didn't tell you to stop playing defense, too. I mean, you got to do both, and then you can win. Uh, possible game-ending in interception was correctly, correctly ruled incomplete. And then uh, Kirk and his squad marched up the field, uh, get their shaky kicker in position to win the game, making sure that the other shaky kicker didn't have a chance to win the game. Uh, Vikings got back into the playoff picture. They're a 500 team, and uh, if, if the uh, playoff picture wasn't already a muddy pile of shit in the NFC, well, got even muddier. Point number four, there's some not-so-close games. We thought maybe the Jags might be able to keep it close to the Niners this week. Nope. They could not. Lost I don't know 20. what you're talking about. Uh, surely the Raiders could keep it close with the Bengals, right? Nope. 32-13. Looked like bitches in front of their home crowd. I already mentioned that uh, Colts ass-whipping the Bills, but it's kind of worth mentioning again because it was the worst AFC loss of the day. Until point number five, remember the Titans. All right. So the Cardinals beat the Titans, but the Packers beat the Cardinals. Then the Chiefs beat the Packers, but the Chargers beat the Chiefs. The Chargers lost to the Cowboys, but the Bucks beat the Cowboys and the Rams beat the Bucks. But then the Titans beat the Rams and the Titans lost to the Texans. So the best team in football is, I don't fucking know. Tennessee was indeed looking ahead to the Patriots next week. Tannehill threw for four fucking interceptions. He got sacked twice, got hit an additional six times. 11 weeks in, and what do we know about the NFL? Absolutely nothing. Point number six, don't care at all. Carol, don't care all. Pete Carroll just looks done out there after losing again, despite being at home with his quarterback back. Uh, Carroll just looked depressed in his postgame presser. Did you, see, did you see what happened in his postgame? No, I didn't. He left. He left after a short period of time. He came back. <laughs> it was just weird. He's just like... I don't like losing. I'm not good at dealing with this. I don't want to get good at losing. And he got up and left, got changed, and then came back. <laughs> you know, it, it kind of played out like a, a Al Pacino in any given Sunday. Just uh, Only the, the difference is Coach D'Amato in there seemed to care about losing. Pete Carroll just seems like he's just indifferent to everything. So I feel really confident about the Seahawks moving forward with the, him as the coach, right? I mean, mm. uh, it, it's just, I, I don't know what's going to happen there in the offseason. Either Russell Wilson is gone or Pete Carroll's gone or – Possibly both. Extra point. Superman returns. 
Carolina Panthers may have lost to the football club 27 to 21 yesterday, but man, it was good to see Cam Newton back in action. He threw for 189 yards, had two touchdowns, no interceptions, ran for 46, ran for a touchdown. Again, the result was a loss, but I think it's still a win for Cam. I think it's still a win for the Panthers fans. Uh, They never should have given up on him a few years back, really. And I remember it uh, vaguely that contract issues, him being injured, I, I get it. But things did not turn out well for the Panthers after letting him go. And now I'm hoping that this ending is a happy one for both Cam and the Panthers. And that is it. Max's week 11 touchdown. Panther, what are your takeaways? I got takeaways, not quite a touchdown. You know, I want to touch on something that he said, though. Like, Jonathan Taylor is on my fantasy team. But when you combine him with Dak Prescott's shitty show, Mm. it's going to translate into a Mm. loss for Mm -hmm. me. So, yeah, I'm not going to win the week. Uh, Number one for me, some of the 500 teams that we're looking at are playing some of the best football right now. The Colts are a force to reckon with. The Vikings are playing really well. And don't look now, the Chiefs, you know, they were in first place already, and now they're entering a bye week. They get to get healthy. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was already back out there yesterday, so watch out for the Chiefs. Point number two, talking about the Chiefs, is the defense fixed? Maybe? They've given up 9, 14, 7, and 17 in their last four games. Was one of the few games I was able to watch. Dak Prescott was running for his life. He was under pressure the entire game. The Cowboys couldn't get anything going. Didn't help that Zeke got knocked out of the game with that ankle injury, and they also didn't have Amari Cooper. But I'm not. I'm not giving the Cowboys an excuse here. The Chiefs were fired up for that game. Uh, point number three. Max talked about it. But, but here's the thing: the Titans dominated Houston everywhere but the scoreboard. They had 420 yards to Houston's 190. It's just those five turnovers. And I think we all learned this in junior high. Protect the ball. Don't commit penalties. Don't turn the ball over. You'll win. Titans lost that game. Houston didn't necessarily win it. And last point for me, Jalen Hurts is finally getting help. Remember when we beat up on the Eagles, like just didn't even attempt to run the ball. Well, now the last three weeks, they're running the ball. They look like a viable playoff team. They got 242 yards on the ground yesterday. This Philadelphia Eagle team could be dangerous in that muddled NFC wild card. That's all I got for yesterday. All right. Hey. You know, if there was a if there was a, a time for Max to take you know, take plant a, his a couple flag. Of victory laps. Uh, there's a couple of victory laps here, but go ahead, Arch. You just lay the victory lap for me here. Okay, I'm going to set it up. Max's stance in his power rankings, and he's taken a lot of shit for it, is that defenses don't matter. Max has clearly said numerous occasions he's just he's not a fan of defense. It doesn't really factor into his power rankings. Well, this is what happens when you count on your defense, you know, to show up. They they, they allow 34 points against the vikings yeah so so here here's the thing and then uh, i'm not i'm not completely tossing defense out the window here too because i i'm also going to take a victory lap here on saying that i didn't get i I trust spagnola and that i wasn't giving up on him like i I, he was dead and buried for a couple weeks now i was like listen i i think he's going to get shit together the the personnel was kind of banged up he he was doing the best he could for a while and i had a feeling that he was going to get things together now they're playing above their level uh, level defensive wise so that's going to balance out but but uh, you know i i will take the victory lap there and i'm also going to take a victory lap on, on the philadelphia eagles as well <laughs> because i for a while now they i've been saying they, they were in my top 10 for a bit and they dropped to number 11 or 12 in my rankings but they score when they have the ball and so it, they are a dangerous team and uh, you know panther hit the nail on the head now they're getting healthy and and getting some weapons back in there and 
yeah, Philly's scary. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> they, yeah. they are scary. Uh, another thing, let's uh, pump the brakes on the Chiefs just a little bit. Uh, 19 points, three points in the second half. D- Dallas did what the Oakland, Oakland, fuck me, the Raiders couldn't do or wouldn't do is play that softer sort of defense to keep everybody in front. And the Chiefs struggled offensively again. They had to adjust, though. Like da- Dallas did not start off that way. And and they got sliced up early in the game. Like you notice, like in the first couple of drives, yes, they were they were allowing shit, and then they adjusted. I, th- I think they went in with their normal game plan and saw it's like fuck, that's not going to work, <laughs> and then changed things up because it was it was the tail of two halves. It really was. But they, their offense could not get it going against uh, the Chiefs, and the Chiefs tried to slow things down. It seemed it's it, like Andy Reid's like, oh, I got Clyde Edwards Hilaire back. Hmm, what does he play? Running <laughs> back, yeah, running. <laughs> It's like arena football with you guys. Running backs and defense don't matter. Um, yeah, and the, the other thing, we, you're talking about that Chiefs offense. Remember, Dallas had that that kickoff return for a, a very early uh, for a turnover. So Kansas City got the ball at like the 20-yard line. So they got a short field. Dallas held them to a field goal. It was 9 nothing, very quick in the first quarter. But like you said, after that, it really, really slowed down for the Chiefs. Um, I still think with all that talent, they'll get it going together. I think really I tip my hat a lot to the Cowboys here because they were undermanned going against a really good Chiefs offense. I'd like to see it with Zeke not injured and Amari Cooper there and maybe try this thing again. But um, look, I, I was quick to dismiss the chiefs. I hammered Spagnola admittedly. Um, they're playing a lot better. I don't know that they're necessarily the favorites in the AFC right now, but it looks like they're at least back and I can start maybe trusting them again. Okay. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But all of a sudden next week, Tennessee, at New England, that's the game, man. That's going to be an exciting one to watch. Cannot wait. That oh. that literally is is the game that I can't wait for. And and we did. Well, hey, listen, we've got a couple of uh, Thursday uh, Thanksgiving games. Yeah. I wish this. I wish this was one of them. Like <laughs> I, I, I would clear. I would say, people get the fuck out of my house. I'm watching this game. <laughs> and your kids would start crying. Dad, why do we have to leave? And you say, just get out. I just get out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a breather. Let's talk about Odds Jam, developed by Stanford Engineers. Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every single time. They have the fastest real-time data to spot discrepancies between different sports books, help users place risk-free bets. Profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There's no catch, just the smartest betting software on the market. Beat the book every time with Odds Jam. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. 
All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Here we go. Monday Night Football. Oh, boy. Giants versus Tampa Bay. Uh, you know, Tampa Bay's lost two games in a row. And there's going to be a sour mood tonight, right? Yeah, hosting Monday Night Football. Brady hates losing. Just hates losing. You, I, I talk about press conferences, right? I was talking about Pete Carroll at this press conference. I remember Tom Brady at his last press conference. And, and he just did. You know what he looked like? He At the end of that press conference, he looked like he was about to break the TB12 diet and just gorge himself, kind of like White Goodman in dodgeball. Just at the <laughs> end, just like start fucking eating as much as he can. That's That's how depressed he was after that one. And I remember saying, it's like, man, I feel bad for the fucking team that the Bucks play next. And then you guys said it's the Giants. So, <laughs> well, here we are. Uh, status of the Giants head coach, Joe Judge. Status of their general manager, Dave Gettleman, uncertain. It doesn't look like both of them, either of them, are going to get out of this season. New York's three and six on the year, and they're coming off of a win over the Raiders. But after yesterday's loss by Las Vegas, it was probably more on the Raiders losing than the Giants winning that one. Giants don't do anything really well. I, they're not a terrible team, right? If, you, if you're saying name the terrible teams in the league, I, I don't think I put the Giants in the terrible category, but they rank 25th in rushing yards per game, 14th in passing yards per game, and 26th in opponents' yards allowed per game. That's not going to win many football games. I think Tampa Bay, in front of their home crowd, Monday night, absolutely smokes the Giants here, and I think they do it in high-scoring fashion. I'm going to bet $50 on the Bucks to cover this one, and then another $50 on the over. Yeah, I've kind of been anticipating this one, you know, since I did the Saxy show last Sunday, we talked about this game and, you know, Tampa Bay's had an extra day since that loss to Washington. Tom Brady was furious in his press conference. Uh, still no Antonio Brown, but he's got the rest of his receiving core. The, you know, the thing with the Giants, they're, they're bad in rushing because Barkley can't stay on the field, and he's listed as questionable for this game. I expect the Buccaneers to score a lot, which puts a lot of pressure on Daniel Jones, who doesn't do all that well when there's no pressure. So now is, you know, he's going to probably throw the ball 35, 40 times. Um, I, yeah, I just don't see it. I, I, I really wanted to money line it just because – 11's a lot. Money line no 11 money point line. spread? Whoa. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm going to lay the 11, $50 on the bucks. All right. Yeah, well, I'm not kiss of death in an 11 point, 11 point uh, uh, spread. That's just not possible. I'll lean the Giants here. Uh, man, it, it does look like Tampa Bay comes out and blows their doors off, but uh, just 11 and a half is too many points. I'll lean the Giants with the points and just call this week done for me. Let you guys cash that one. 
Uh, I mean, I I didn't cash much this past week, so I don't know. Don't think that I'm going to end up uh, <laughs> on a high note this week. Uh, listen, it's funny too. Is I started the week off betting a total. I I, I bet the uh, the over in that Patriots game, and yeah. I, I missed that one. I'm betting the over in this one, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like book book ending with some totals. I went, I went, I went like nine and five in my totals, and and this will be another loss, right? This this is what's gonna happen. I, I you know I lost the first uh, bet that I did on the total this week, and I'll lose the last one. That's what's gonna happen. But you so. hit the spread Thursday night. Yeah, I did hit the spread on Thursday night. So there you go. There's a there's a bright side. All right. Unfortunately, it's time to talk about the NBA. Oh well, and now now people start tuning out, right? Um, <laughs> I'm not doing terrible in the NBA no, you're right doing now. Great. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Indiana at Chicago. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm generally not a fan of betting a team that's playing in a back-to-back. Uh, since in today's NBA, you just have no idea how coaches are going to manage sitting players, minutes restrictions, and shit like that. I see no indication that the Bulls plan to do any of that. Right, so it looks like their starters are going to play. It looks like their starters will play the normal minutes. And I'm looking at the Bulls and the way that they're playing basketball and the way that they handled the Knicks yesterday and the way that DeRozan just continues to look like an absolute fucking beast out there. And I just like this team more and more. The more I see that the Bulls play, the more I like them. And I think this setup has worked really well for DeRozan. I think this is a good fit for him. And it's also allowed Zach Levine to kind of grow and develop without the pressure of him having to score 30 points a game. So I think it's great for Levine as well. Pacers just 2-9 and nine on the road this season. Their effective field goal percentage is... 4% worse on the road than it is at home. And now, granted, the Bulls are not a great home shooting team, so maybe that balances out a little bit. And I just think the Bulls will get the win today. So a $10 money line bet on Chicago. Now, this was a game that I gave a really good hard look. I think the most impressive thing for, about Chicago right now is that they've been winning these games without Vooch. And it looks like Vooch is going to be out this game here. And you would think with Turner and Sabonis, that would give – you know, the Pacers an advantage, but they've had this advantage like their last four games and they're not really getting it done. So I think this is a close game. The four and a half kind of felt like a big ask for the Bulls. They probably get it, but I just don't trust it. I'll lean the Bulls, but I'm off this game. Yeah, I'll lean the Bulls with you. Um, they should win. They should just, well, you're getting minus four. Not bad. Oh, no, you're money line. So that's minus, one, line, yeah. minus 180, I think is the best I saw at Oz Gym. Yeah. So, I think you cash this one. No problem. Yeah, I think they win this one. Uh, next one up for me, and last one up for me, is the Phoenix Suns heading to San Antonio. As I said, I am loath to bet on a team that just played the day before, but since I've done it once, I might as well do it twice, right? Two negatives equal positive. That's how it works. Something like right? that. Something like that. Yeah, math. Uh, Suns absolutely smoked the Jokerless Nuggets yesterday. Uh, that's a 12-game winning streak for Phoenix. Uh, Spurs riding a four-game losing streak. And I could say that maybe things will get better now that they're back home, but they're only 2-4 and four at the AT&T Center this season. I think that's going to be 2-5 and five after today. $15 money line bet on the Suns. Where's he at today? I, I thought he was sitting in a loading dock. This is crazy. I heard his blinkers on for a bit. Why are we having trouble? You are having trouble. Oof. Try now. Nope. Okay. He's gone. He's, he's dead. What do you think? <laughs> uh, you know, Suns, Suns, absolutely. Um, let's see here. You get to alt it? Oh, I'm alting it. 
Yeah. The uh, the line is five and a half. The minus six and a half is plus one oh seven or thereabouts. Really? Oh. Yeah. Plus one oh seven for the minus six and a half. So I think they can win by you know eight or so. Eight. So, I got eight. Yeah. 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 So I'll put ten bucks on the alt spread of minus six and a half for the plus one oh seven on the Suns. I like this alt spread stuff too. I, I tell you, I I really think between the the alt spreads getting the uh, the plus lines and and the money lining, you you do a combination of that. I think that's the formula of winning in the NBA right now. And I, I keep saying it is is every every fourth quarter, it's like fuck you. <laughs> it's either a team is up by thirty and and just that's it, or a team's up by thirty and they're just like yeah, fuck it, and yeah. win by like three. Well, I'm about to I'm about to eschew that and take and take a loss here. Okay, well, t- take your loss as we hopefully wait for Panther to rejoin us. Okay. <laughs> OKC loses. They get their doors blown off, but I don't have them losing by 11 and a half or no. what it was. It was closer to me to like nine. I'm trying six. To I wish I could go six. Oh, there, there's <laughs> the thunder. Six. Ten and a half. I'm going to take the thunder plus nine and a half for a plus 114. I do it, man. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, I I, I have it a six point game. Yeah. I really do. I don't I don't. I don't like this Hawks team right now. I think they will eventually get it together like they did last year, but I, I don't I don't see the Hawks as a team that's going to blow a team out by double digits. And the, Thund- the Thunder are a a bad team. I hate using bad, good teams, right? They're, yeah, yeah. they're one of the, the lesser teams in the league, but I don't put them at the, the absolute bottom, right? So I, I like that play. Uh, uh, moral support, I will lean the Thunder with you. All right. Any sign of our man? No. No, nothing yet. Should we go uh, hockey? Let's all- go hockey. See, see if he joins. Yeah. All right. Uh, I got three plays in hockey. Ooh. So uh, let's let's talk that first one on the board. The Blue Jackets heading to Buffalo to play the Sabres. Uh, you know, Blue Jackets lost a close one on Saturday to the Golden Knights. And now they're going to look to take advantage of a Sabres team. They're playing in a back-to-back. Uh, Buffalo managed to score four goals yesterday, which, I mean, sounds great, <laughs> except for they gave up five. So that was a loss. Uh, Buffalo had, had some really – good early season success but i think that shines worn off a bit they find themselves dropping in the atlantic division right now columbus on the other hand they can score some goals and while their actual goals scored is a bit higher than their expected goals for i don't foresee a huge drop off in production this is this is a dangerous team offensively and i think they're going to get it done today not eating a ton of chalk on this one, so a ten dollar bet on the Blue Jackets. I don't hate that play at all. I don't, not at all. A minus one fifteen for what mm-hmm. a team I think wins probably six out of ten times, mm-hmm. give or take. Yeah, so yep. man, I think I, I think that's a, that's a solid play. Awesome. Uh, let's head to San Jose, where Carolina's in town. Um, the Hurricanes have won four in a row, and there's a little bit of apprehension betting this here, uh, a little bit of apprehension because this is their their fourth road game in a row. But San Jose is just not playing very good right now. And I'm not sure that at full strength, they could beat a tired Hurricanes team. San Jose just coming off that shutout loss on Saturday. They saw the Capitals just dominate them in every aspect of that game. And I I see the Hurricanes doing much of the same tonight. Compared to San Jose, Carolina averages more than a goal scored per game. And that's the same on goals against. So that's almost a two-goal difference per game between these two teams. I think I have a little wiggle room here. Ten dollar bet on the Hurricanes. Yeah, it's hard to hard to argue. Um, that minus one forty eight kind of stands out to me, though. Like, what what the hell's going on over yeah. there? <laughs> Second most likely team to win today, right? Probably behind Colorado. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So yep. the minus one forty six, minus one forty eight. I not too chalky at all. I think I definitely take a shot there. Um, 
What do you think? Is this a, is it, could, could you go ballsy and uh, puck line this uh, one? I, I think you could. Yeah. I honestly, I think you could puck line this one. Uh, just just by the, the sheer difference, like the average difference. And the fact is that recently the Sharks have been playing worse than they have been, right? So you're, you're looking at their advanced metrics and it's trending down. So if there's already a two goal difference there and they're trending down, I, I think that I think you could probably puck line this one. Wow. Do you want to talk about the most likely team to win today? <laughs> I mean, good. I got one more game. I'm betting. Oh, on. do you have one more game? Okay. Go I got ahead. one more game. I'm going to talk the Anaheim Ducks at Nashville Predators. This is a weird one. Tell me why this is a weird one to you. Let's see, what are the Predators minus 140? Why are the Ducks? Why are the Ducks favored? Tell me why the Anaheim Ducks right now are favored in this game. They're not. Are they? I, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I'm, why, why are the Ducks a plus line in this game? Oh, uh, my, oh, my bad. oh why oh. are the Ducks a plus line in this game? Oh, like, okay. I, it just that just boggles my mind. Like I, 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 I had to rub my eyes on this one. Anaheim scoring 3.39 goals per game. That's good for six in the NHL. Their advanced metrics say they should be close, scoring closer to 3.95. This is a team that that offensively is kind of underperforming and they're winning games. I get it that Nashville at home, it's a tough place to play. Nashville's a pretty good team. But I honestly, I'm jumping all over this plus 135 on Anaheim. I'm not I'm not even going to question it if it's a trap or not. I'm just going to jump right into it. $10 bet on the Ducks. All right. I, yeah, it's, it does seem weird. What do what do we what do, what do they know that you don't know? <laughs> I, exactly. I mean, that's that's my like. There's got to be something. I'm I'm missing something here. If anyone's watching at home and can tell me what the fuck's going on with that one, but I, I you know, I don't know why the Ducks. I, I maybe not favored, but Predators minus one fifty at some books. I mean, if anything, the Predators at home against Anaheim right now, at most one fifteen minus one fifteen one twenty. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is this is crazy that I'm getting this much of a plus. I'll I'll take it again. I, I I'm not, I'm probably in a trap, but yeah, there you go. Okay, is I wanted to ask you: Is there any value on the abs? The abs here. Is there any value on the abs? minus three thirty? <sighs> on the abs or on Ottawa? Uh, <laughs> I mean, the Avalanche are going to win what nine out of ten times they're, when they they're, play. They're, yeah. So what's the, what, what's your puck line? That I guess that's my question. What's your puck line on them? Because if anything, you're puck lining at, at the Avalanche here. And hey, if you're asking uh, me, can the Avalanche uh, puck lines the Ottawa? I will say yes. So your puck line, what's your payout here? Minus one thirty. Still get a minus. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that. I hate I that. Hate, yeah, you know, me too. You got to eat that and get a minus line. Right. Well, that's what they're I mean, that's what they do is that, okay, this is the, this is the biggest disparity between two teams. So we're going to make you really eat the, you know, a mathematically uh, negative, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, spread. It, it's same in baseball. I mean, that's just what the, they make their bank, you know, when, uh, you know, the, the Dodgers are playing the Royals, mm-hmm. we're just going to juice the shit out of the, the, the run line. Yeah, I, honestly, I I think uh, I, I don't think that there's value in betting the Senators is what I'm going to say is I, I think if you're trying to cash a lottery ticket on the day, I don't think that that's your lottery ticket to do it. I think uh, the Senators sh- should probably get smoked in this one. But hey, listen, I mean, you know, I, I, the Avalanche have shit the bed uh, a couple times this season. I just think that they're they're now playing really good hockey earlier in the season. They, they just they didn't have things together. Uh, the Avalanche are starting to look like a contender right now. Yep. All right. Well, he didn't show back up, so yeah. yeah, maybe he can tweet out what he was, what his thoughts were. But uh, Max, 
for Monday. We had a case of the Mondays, but that's it. That is it. Download the DGENs app for Android or iOS and listen to anything about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please highest rate and comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. And when all said and done, make some money, fools. Yeehaw. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.